wanna be Welcome back to Slay Watch Podcast. My name is Tia. And I'm Logan. So welcome back. For this week's episode, it is titled Episode 3, Sex and Temptations. And if you don't know already, this is our first relationship series and it's titled Love Ties, a relationship series. So in last week's episode, we talked about the idea of being single with a purpose. As a reminder, we like to emphasize that being single does not mean you're alone. And we do find ourselves getting the satisfaction of interacting and discovering ourselves through other people. But for this week's episode, we like to form a conversation around the three-letter word, sex. We said being single is good, but guess what? Sex is a good thing too, but let's just put it into some context. Woo chow, sex. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Look, y'all, we're all grown here, and so it shouldn't be something to feel shameful about. At the end of the day, it's natural and we're meant to have it, but in the right way. And so before we really get into the topic and just dive deep into the content of this episode, let me say first and foremost that this is a judgment-free zone, okay? We want to relate to each of you, and honestly, we can because we're young too, and we've done some things that we may not be proud of also. And so because of that, we would be wrong to come on here and just blindly say you have to wait wait until marriage to have sex or bash you for your sexual relationship, because honestly, to each their own. But at the same time, we do know that there's a lot more that goes into sex than just instant gratification. And so while we are, you know, in the spirit of breaking the cycles of failed love, we think it is important to have this conversation to talk about and show you the steps to doing just that. And so... Yes, we know that sex is good, it's fun, it's all of that, but y'all, it can also cause a lot of confusion and even sometimes heartache because people just aren't having the conversation. So you know what? Alexa play, let's have a sex talk by Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah, let's have a sex talk, huh? Got a big boy, then pull it out, hey. <laughs> right, and people don't have that conversation. And because sex is not talked about growing up, we were taught to stay clear away from it until we were married. And we all know that this is where people fall short because not too many people are virgins nowadays. And if you are one, it's seen as a joke. But let me tell you, love ties are no joke and they can be formed through the spiritual connection. Right, and another thing that I wanna say is that sex is a personal decision between two people. And so that just means that you have to feel comfortable and secure in your decision to have sex first, and then it becomes a mutual decision between you and the other person or people. Look, we are not judging. Right, we are not judging y'all, okay? (laughs) Everyone has their own journey in how sex was introduced in their life, and I strongly believe that people find the meaning of sex through trial and error. Through trial and error, we all know what the power of sex holds until we become comfortable in what we know is wrong. Reflecting on moments of how you felt, how long that feeling lasted, and why you shared yourself with someone will reveal the importance of sex and why it shouldn't be a casual thing every single time you put yourself into that situation. And so because of that, I like to form a question for us to really talk about when we knew like sex was deep. So for me personally, I had sex for the very first time, but I didn't regret it. You know, I felt like it was right and it was in the moment of love, in the context of love. But when we broke up, I was like, okay, I'm single now. People are telling me, you know, live your best life. 
and I know that I can get, you know, my fix or my pleasure without emotions attached. And so I did, but it was not the same. And I was like, you know what, uh-uh. Sex is deeper than this, okay? It's not just one thing I can do, frivolously. <laughs> right, and I'm kind of similar. Like, when I had sex for the first time, it was with someone that I was in a relationship with and like I felt secure in that decision and I think it's because I waited so long. Like for some reason, I just always kind of knew and had this feeling that sex was deep and that, you know, it was meant to be intimate and like sacred between you and another person that you had feelings for. And so I don't know if that's attributed to my mom telling me like, don't have sex before marriage or like the whole like, if you have sex, your legs gonna fall off, you know, they'd be so extreme. <laughs> So maybe that has something to do with it. But at the same time, I think I just honestly have always been a person that feels like I need to have a connection and a bond with someone before I can take it to that next level. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's just always kind of just stuck with me. Right. So yeah, that was a little personal tidbit into our life. Y'all, y'all <laughs> got that. <laughs> but honestly, um, you know, in our first and second episode, we did talk a lot about intent and acting with a purpose. And both of those are also equally important when talking about sex. And so when you are starting a relationship with someone, whether a serious and committed one or a recreational one, so, you know, dating without intent, the expectations of the sexual relationship, they should be discussed. So the, those questions can be like, are we just friends with benefits? Are there feelings involved? Are you expecting anything out of this relationship? Is there potential for this to become something serious? And y'all, I know that it may sound childish or stupid to really sit down and talk about sex in this way, but it needs to happen because once that deed is done, y'all, it's done, and then you're just left with all the repercussions of that decision. And so when we aren't asking those questions and aren't having those discussions up front, and like I said, maybe not in a literal sense, things can become messy, and we have to remember that. Right, and let's just be real. Sex will not just occur in committed relationships or just marriage. But what will save a lot of feelings from being hurt is opening conversation about sex before it happens over and over. I personally believe women can have a one night stand simply for the satisfaction without being emotionally attached. But I don't believe women can be content in blurred lines by having sex with multiple people over and over because when it becomes so repetitive, it becomes a reliance. And no relational things are talked about, but what happens when you come to the realization that he only hits you up late at night for sex and just that? And to think about it, like when we're in the sexual aspect, like if you visualize it, women, we are the receivers. Like we can only receive penetration. And so whatever emotional stress that the other person carries is then passed on to you through the most powerful thing, which we are talking about sex. And so women have the capability of bearing children out of context, but we also have the capability of bearing intangible things that weren't intended for us, and we have to deal with it all the time. Even if we do call the shots of setting up a dick appointment, do you feel high and mighty after the job is done? What happens when your fix has found someone and invested so much in them that they decide to cut you off? Will you start questioning yourself? Yeah, yeah you will, and you can deny all you want, but we're here to save you a trip. Right. I think something that people don't realize is that sex is much more than just a physical act, but it can also be a spiritual and emotional connection that can bond two people without their permission. And that's why it is so important to really be mindful and careful about your decisions and who you're having sex with. And so because of that, I want you to ask yourself, 
Is the sex worth the soul ties or love ties that will be formed? That spiritual and emotional connection that you will have with that person. And really just think about it. Is the connection stronger than the risk? If he or she doesn't talk to you after, will you be okay? If you feel like you're suddenly in love and he isn't reciprocating that energy, will you be able to move on and let it go? And honestly, if that answer is no, then maybe look in the mirror and realize that you shouldn't be having sex with that person anyway. And so I don't mean to trigger anyone or bash anyone or point the finger, but I do want to know and really make a point that sex should be an intentional act. And that can be anything, you know, whatever that intent is, it's up to you. So whether that's intentionally making the decision with another person to have sex with no strings attached or really intending to create and build a relationship with that person, that part is up to you. But when you do partake in these activities without purpose, that's where those lines can get blurred. Right. And to be honest, from us looking in, we don't know where you are right now. And so our main purpose in having this conversation is to steer you in the right direction from wherever you are. And we understand that it's not common to be virgins and remain one until we're married, but it's to help you form your own decisions based on what we know to be sin. And so wherever you are, you can fix bad habits, you can be patient, and more importantly, you can help break the cycle of failed love. I like the transparency and the honesty and just the realization that people aren't all going to be virgins, you know? And so even if you aren't waiting until marriage, I still think that you shouldn't just be out here recklessly giving your body to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. It's the Tom, Dick, and Harry for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Like that, that still should not happen. And I just really want to emphasize to men and to women that your body is a temple. I know we grow up hearing this, but it's so true. And so we should treat it as such. And honestly, I feel like if we do want this cycle that we keep talking about to start repeating itself, it's going to require change behavior. And don't forget our two favorite words, intent and purpose. And so let's really try to remember and practice those ideas. Right. Please don't forget. And so really today, nowadays, you see that sex has been used and portrayed in a negative way. And because everything is hypersexualized, it's hard to comprehend on your own. And so this is the start and where we want to have the conversation and how this leads to failed relationships. Look, I am sorry that no one has had this conversation with you, but we have to be more responsible and protective of our mind, bodies, and souls. Sex should not be used as a weapon either. And what do I mean by that? It's like, you know, when men or women use it to keep someone else in their presence. Just because society makes sex, places sex in every single thing that we live and breathe, that does not mean we have to abide by it and live our lives in this false truth. I think all of that is so true. And like we said previously, sex is natural and it's meant for us to have, but only when it's used as an instrument for good, for the glory of God, rather than a vessel of sin. And so as an instrument of good, it can be used as a symbol of love or to really enhance the bond of connection between two people. But on the other hand, when sex is used as a vessel for sin, like using your body as a weapon to gain control over someone else, this is when that damage can be done. And so in this case, sex can cloud what we know is right and what we know we should be doing. And so y'all know I love analogies, so let me break it down. Ooh, y'all ready? <laughs> so I'm sure y'all all know the story of Adam, Eve, and the snake, one of like the most basic and known stories in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so in that story, you know, God told Adam not to eat the apple off the tree. 
But then this snake came along, talking good, looking good, making this apple look like the best thing in the world. And that's the sex, you know, is this girl, she looking good, or this man, he can make me feel good, he's hitting all the right spots, all of that stuff. And so when that happens, similar to the snake, it can really cloud us from making the right decisions. And in this story, the snake manipulated Adam into eating the apple when he knew that it was wrong. And so the snake likes sex. It becomes an illusion of love. And again, it can cloud us from making the right decisions. And so to reiterate, that's why I think it's so important that we are using sex as an instrument for good so that we aren't left in a situation like Adam because we all know how much harm that has caused. Right. And, you know, let's keep repeating the fact that sex is good because I think we just do things unintentionally just because we feel like it's bad all the time. But let me tell you, having frivolous sex with multiple people does not make you the man or the woman. And you can't possibly pride yourself with keeping someone in your life just for the sex. And I say that to say because society places this whole notion that you are the man or the woman when you're out having sex with multiple people. But don't you remember the love ties we talked about? Yeah, like imagine the negative energies that you are getting back from misleading that guy or girl only for your pleasure. And I know society makes it look like it's okay and manageable, but there are people fighting demons every day because of it. It's a soul tie, a knot that only gets restless every time you enter into that unreciprocated relationship. And then here we are again, either the victim or the predator. Y'all, let me just pause and say this. If it's one thing that we have learned so far throughout this series is that social media and society is not your friend. Like society is always going to make something that's really bad for you seem like the best thing ever or is really going to enhance and just amplify those toxic things that are happening. And so it's so important that you're doing things for you and like with, again, real intent and real purpose and not because of what society is making it seem. Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to something as intimate and sacred and deep as sex and to be honest I'm gonna speak to my ladies real quick like we have to get a better grip and have more confidence in ourselves to win a man over with our minds before our bodies and like in part one I think our grandmothers and our mothers can see that we have lost respect for ourselves and the confidence and so it does start with being strong in what you believe is right the real men are very interested in how much you know rather than what you can show. So take it slow. It shows a lot of character for a man to know that you aren't putting sex as the number one priority while getting to know him. Pay attention to the signs though. Not everything that is attracted to the eye is good for the soul. There are some men out here that look good but only want one thing. And this goes for women too. Men. Be careful with women that use that use you for money. They may give you what you want, but can they give you what you need? Ultimately, there should be more to keep someone around. And so y'all, let me just make one thing clear. And I'm talking to my ladies looking for a relationship. Sex will not keep a man. I repeat, sex will not keep <laughs> a man. So if you are using sex as a way to make a man like you or to keep him around, that will become the basis of your relationship rather than a foundation of love, respect, friendship, and just a true bond. You know, a relationship, especially a healthy one, it should be more than just sex. And so if that's all you or your partner can offer, I can promise you, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the relationship will never work. 
And I really think that this is another reason why relationships are failing. It's because a lot of times these relationships, they lack a bond without the physical aspect. And so the, these people, they're relying on sex to connect them. And so as hard as it may seem or as, or as childish as it may sound, just really try to refrain from having sex with someone until you get to know them. Really just try to dedicate, you know, that quote-unquote talking phase to building a friendship and a bond that is not bound to how good you can make someone feel in the bedroom. And really just remember that you are more than how you can make someone feel in a physical sense. So you should want more for your relationship. And, you know, with all of this, it was kind of a mouthful, I know. <laughs> but I just want you guys to take away that sex should be in addition to the feelings that two people have for one another and not a substitution. Right. I'm sorry, I'm speechless. <laughs> that was really good. And I just feel like, you know, since we have been talking about the whole idea of sex, let's talk about the temptation piece. And so we've said this multiple times, you know, sex before marriage is sin. But if we exercise it in the wrong way, how will it be transformed into a positive light when that's all we've been practicing? You know, it's like we are spoiled with God being able to forgive us in times of sin over and over and over again. But it, it's not a happy-go-lucky switch to just welcome in the good on your own time. Right now is the rehearsal for what is intended for us. And practicing bad habits will only lead to bad patterns in the future. And I'm sure you have witnessed this. You know, someone messes up something good because they practice bad habits and they never knew what it was like to have something good. And when all goes wrong, that baggage is carried on to the next person. And you know, when people get ready to label themselves as mature and they said they were wild back then, and now they're ready for the settle down, I think by being so used to the instant gratification of getting what you want, it's hard to discipline yourself if you know there wasn't anything stopping you then. So why should it stop you now, you know? Yeah, you know, that actually makes a lot of sense. And even though I think that cheating is inexcusable, I think that this is a reason why cheating does happen a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. And it's because, think about it, if you're single for a week, a month, years, and you have the freedom to do what you want, talk to who you want, have sex with who you want, and just really live your life for you, it can sometimes be hard to flip that switch off when it is time to become committed to one person. Okay. And a lot of times, I think because people, like we said in episode two, aren't doing the work and aren't putting that work in while they're being single and aren't practicing, you know, good behavior or aren't using that time as a rehearsal for how they will act in a relationship, mm -hmm. it's not easy to turn that on and off. Right. And you know what? I think that's where people fall short, literally, in a relationship. Like, literally, when something goes bad, you know, their, their turn to something else is really you know, combating the bad. It's like you're adding fuel to that fire by cheating. And, you know, that's their only satisfaction because that's all they know. And so, yeah, I think this is why cheating happens so much. And that's why we have to really emphasize that sex is a powerful thing and we need to not let it control how we view relationships. Relationships are not just about sex. And if you are simply wanting sex without all of the serious stuff, have that conversation. But don't expect things to be daisies and rainbows when you want more than a temporary fix. Okay? Girl, okay. <laughs> that was good. I'm telling you, that temporary fix will get you in trouble every time. And so with that, we've talked a lot about just sex in general, but just, you know, the bad things about sex and the idea that sex should be good. And because we covered a lot, we want to give y'all a couple key takeaways. And so the first one is be conscious that sex before marriage is a sin. 
And you know, we know that most people won't be virgins when they get married. Like that's just kind of the realization of in the reality. But at the end of the day, it is a sin. And so just keep that in mind when you are out here doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And the next one that's a key takeaway is sex should be treated with intent and purpose. You know, we've said multiple times, these are our two favorite words. And honestly, this is why we're here today because we're doing everything with intent and purpose. And so through this idea of sex, we think that you can apply it and feel better about yourself if you're out here, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then lastly, I feel like we said this like a million and 500,000 times throughout this episode, but have those conversations about your sexual expectations. I feel like a lot of time we fall short because we don't we don't have open lines of communication. And so people are getting into things without talking about what they want and what they expect. And so make sure that when you are partaking in sexual activities, you are intentful and you are making sure that you are having conversations about what you want. Right, because sex does cloud the mind. You know, going back to that analogy with Adam, Eve and the snake. So since people can't read your minds, you might as well start the conversation because <laughs> nobody will ever know. Go ahead and do it, okay? Let's have a sex <laughs> talk. We said that earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> but one more thing before we go. You know, we have been reading a book called Relationship Goals to really help us form a palette for this relationship series. So if you would like, definitely purchase this book by Michael Todd. It's called Relationship Goals. And if you are really using this as a turn or start to like doing what's right, I think this is the first start. But to be honest, I feel like we said a lot of things that Michael Todd wanted to say, but he couldn't because he's a pastor. <laughs> but we really just letting people know like, hey, we're not all per perfect and God knows we fall short. So if you are a virgin, kudos to you and keep going, please. Like be a virgin until you are married. But for, for those of us that have fell short a little bit, you know, Let's guide you into the right direction. Right. And just come on this journey with us because, like Tia said, we too have fallen short. And so, like, we're learning to get into the right direction. Let's go on this journey together. You know, mm -hmm. let's grow and let's learn and let's keep moving forward together. That's what it's all about anyway. Right. And with that being said, as always, be great and slay watch. Oh, do you wanna be great? Do you wanna be great? You, me, greatness.